Okay, hello. Hello. We have a beautiful, smart, smart, wonderful, talented, amazing, friendly, funny, exciting. <laughs> friendly and funny. She's friendly and funny, you guys. We have a beautiful, wonderful guest. Her name is Grace. Hi, guys. She's one of my best friends. Oh. And after this weekend, I'm going to force her to be my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited because we met at Ashley's wedding, but didn't really actually get to talk. There's so many humans, so much yeah. going on. And now I get to ask you all of the questions that I wanted to ask. Yeah. <laughs> the juicy questions. Yeah. Ashley mm-hmm. loves you. So yeah, you must be great. Besties. Oh, I like your little wrist hat. Oh, thank you. I know. Really I saw that today and I was like, that's so cute. I want a wrist hat. Yeah. So I saw I that and I was like, I could totally get that. I know. Okay, so what are we getting? <laughs> so, that's going to be our twin tat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want like a little guy. I saw one girl that she put like a signature on her wrist and it was so, this is actually really dark. What I'm about to say. Okay. So Okay, fuck. So there's this girl at the gym and I was like, I don't want to be weird, but like the tattoo that's on the inside of your wrist is so sexy. And she goes, oh, um. It's the signature. <laughs> I can get it. Oh, here. God. I know where it, yeah. She goes, my mom passed away and it's her signature. And I was like, <laughs> so sexy. <laughs> I literally was like, wrist tattoos are so sexy. I was like, I love that. And then she was like, well, it's my dead mom's signature. So, and oh, I was like, no. I was like, are you fucking with me? Or, <laughs> you know, sometimes people do that. <laughs> well, she wasn't. I was asking Ashley this in the kitchen. I was like, so how did this happen? How did this friendship come about? And Ashley's like, save it for the podcast. <laughs> I was like, you'll find out tonight when we record. <laughs> and so that's what I need to know. How did the friendship come about? How about you start? Okay. So how, like, there's versions. how did I come on your radar? Okay. So are we allowed to say names or is this like HIPAA? No, you can say it. Okay. I mean, you could say boyfriend if you want. You don't have to say his. It's fine. You can say his name. Okay. I just do want to say Jake's name. <laughs> I don't care. Like, okay. It's so, like it's not weird. Like no, Spencer's not, not going to be butthurt. Not at all. Does Spencer know how we know? Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Totally. And just I feel sure. like that's what makes him like you even more. Oh, that's thank you, Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I dated this boy. I think. And he was a boy. I was going to say, not a man. No. <laughs> it was, she chose her. I heard that. Carefully. I heard that. <laughs> Sorry, Cam. Um, so I dated this boy named Cameron when I was probably in very early college. And we dated, oh gosh, I don't know. Sorry, Cam. Kind of forget. But I think it was <laughs> like three months. It was a very, very it was short, short term. Yeah. yeah. And we had been friends before. And then we maintained friends after. That's kind great. of like. Says a lot about you. Yeah, it was like kind of like a weird, like, ooh, probably shouldn't have dated kind of thing yeah. because yeah. we just had way more friend chemistry than intimate chemistry. Then I can't even remember how I exactly I met Jake. That's kind of foggy to me. But um, basically, I started dating one of his friends, coincidentally <laughs> enough. Um, Epic. Whoops. It might have been whoops. through Cameron. I don't even remember. No, I don't. Well, I don't, I don't know how was. you met, but I know that. So Cam and I started dating when I was like 19. You guys had broken up like three weeks beforehand. Like it was so back to back. Yeah, it was so fresh. Oh, I didn't know that. And so I just knew of you as like the last girl he had dated. And then like a year later, because he worked for this entertainment company, he would have to go out on jobs like with a team. 
Oh, okay. And so this new guy, Jake, was put on his team. After a while, Jake came to him and was like, so I just want to be honest There's with you. There's this fly-ass honey <laughs> <laughs> that's on my radar. Where, and he was like, I know that you dated Grace, and I'm now seeing her, and if that's weird, then I want to talk about it, but I hope that like it doesn't bother you. Huh? And Cam was so, like, a, like, he really appreciated and respected that Jake did that. So mature. I'll cut this part out. Uh, <laughs> the reason he was really into that is because she had hooked up with this other guy and ca- that uh, <laughs> leave it. I'm kidding. <laughs> Wait, who? She- what these 10 other guys? <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Wait, who? Well, I don't know if you really hooked up, but you oh. were talking to. Oh, <laughs> I know. I'm going to cut that part out. Okay. Or if you want me to. That kind of makes it funny. Okay. I honestly forgot that was even friends with Cameron. God, you're so easygoing. But I also okay. thought of like two or three other people who are also friends with Cameron. Also yes, my gal. So I was like legit like, wait, hold on, who? <laughs> Which one? Which one? <laughs> well, anyways, after you guys broke up, he had literally by sitting down next to on, on a couch, he glanced over and saw that he was texting you. And he, so he was like, what the fuck, dude? We are really good friends and you didn't even say anything. So the fact that then sometime, it was probably like a year later, Jay came to him and said this and he was like, that's great. But then because they literally worked together every weekend, I knew that his teammate at work was like dating his ex-girlfriend and they socialized a lot and they hung out a lot and then they yeah. had like mutual friends and yeah. it was just like, she, I'm gonna meet her at some point and it was like weird and you're young at that you're 19 i'm 19 oh that's like a huge deal yeah it was a huge deal but what did what did you think knowing or did you know that he was that jake was working with cam i think i did and did you think anything of it i did not god so cool (laughs) you're so cool okay i would have overthought everything i i remember when we first met same um we I I like there had been a lot of buildup they had been working together a few months by then Cam had told me that Jake had come to him like the way that he did and it was like really sweet and he like Cam didn't care at all and he just appreciated that Jake was mature yeah it's awesome and then we were all going to Jamie Kelleher's (laughs) New Year's Eve party at that big house in Clayton that he lived in. And I knew that they were going to be there. It was like this moment where Cam was going to see her for the first time. I was going to meet her for the first time. Jake was going to be with his new girlfriend in front of Cam for the first time. Like, yeah. Like quick, quick question. I'm so sorry. Because if I were you, did you like spend extra time in front of the mirror being like as hot girl as possible for this meeting? Oh, yeah. Did you? No. Oh, you're so cool. So you guys are both so cool. <laughs> sorry. No, yeah, no, like I did Four it. hours ahead of time. Yeah. Um, we went to another party first. We were like party hopping. Oh God, you're so sick. And <laughs> I have another place to be and then I have to go to this party. So, I had like party a year. So then show up at the party. We pull up and we park. And then Cam's like, we were like about to get out of the car and he goes, there they are. <laughs> <laughs> there she is. Dun, dun, dun. And like you guys were in the car in front of us. So you had just pulled up and also had not gotten out of the car yet. Oh, and so then he was like, just wait a minute. So we sat Gotta there. Be we, cool about this. we waited a minute till you guys went in. Oh, that's so funny. Like stalkers just watched you. <laughs> Should have stayed to kick back longer, babe. So then, <laughs> so then you guys go in and then we like wait a few more minutes to be casual. And then we walked in. I don't remember like the literal meeting. Do you? Vaguely. And Love I feel like, sight. oh, well, 
Yes. I vaguely remember meeting you. And like the the thing about all of this is I didn't feel nervous, insecure or anything like that. Like there wasn't the normal stuff. I had just had this weird feeling that I was supposed to be friends with her. Like I was very drawn to her. So I didn't feel threatened or anything. We were all trying to be real chill. You know, we all because I think Jake tried to introduce you (laughs) to Cam. Yeah, and oh, like yeah, that, that yeah, was yeah. like oh, that great. like broke the ice. He was like, hey, "This is my girlfriend, Grace." <laughs> so then, like, we didn't really talk from my memory of it. I don't, I, I don't really remember engaging. Like, we, I was just aware that you were at the party too, and like, yeah. So I remember. I remember Jake was finally like, "Okay, like we have to go say hi to them." Like, yeah, because like we'd been like yeah. we'd been like dancing around each other. Yes, for no, like totally. a good minute. And before that, I don't think I was nervous. I was also probably tipsy or drunk. And I remember going over to you, Jake introducing us, and also the feeling of just, like, I just got such a, like, not like a warm, like, fuzzy feeling, but just like a welcoming feeling. From, Good vibe uh, from her. Oh. Yeah, like, it was just like, it was such a vibe. And I, I don't know if it was the so much as, like, oh, we're meant to be friends, but I remember just, like, she's so chill and so down to earth like i'm oh. down to be friends if that's happening if that's what she wants <laughs> if that's but what like, she wants i'll put it down i feel like when you ask like 18 or 19 year olds oh like are you down to be friends with your exes you know Ex. whatever yeah. they're gonna be like um no, no. <laughs> says a lot about you guys i don't know this but i think that the guys were kind of trying to gauge how what we would do and like yeah. how it would be then we like followed each other on instagram oh. and mm-hmm. then we would like always like do little things like always comment on each other's things and like ask each other questions and like we were engaging in these very little ways. What are you up to this weekend? Yeah. (laughs) The like the two couples became really good friends and and then she and I were just like doing this. We're best friends now. I don't know how to describe it other than like in my whole adult life I've never felt no actually that's not true. I've felt it three times with you and you. Yes. And my friend Kelsey, (laughs) like I met these girls that I was just, it felt like I had always been friends with you. And like, we were just reconnecting somehow. Like it just felt like I already knew you. I was just telling you that I felt like I was probably married to you in a past life. (laughs) (laughs) That was last night though. So I don't know. (laughs) You said that you were probably my child in a past life. (laughs) Oh yeah. Child. And then also then we, you were my beard at some point. Oh yeah. I was a gay man. You were my beard. We were like fantasizing about like who we could be in each other's like new, like future lives, like in a future life. And, and she was like, Oh, what if you were like my beard? Like we were like, we were in a relationship, like a beard relationship. And I was like, Oh, that's amazing. What she was saying was, I'll be a gay man. You'll be my best friend who is also my beard. What I heard was, we will both be women (laughs) married to gay men. So we're both like happen to be beards and like we bond over that. That's how I viewed it. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm happy with either one. I know for a fact I I was a gay man in a past life. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I feel it so deeply I, my grandma told me that yeah. when I was like seven or eight she's like oh you gosh. were a gay man in your past life I feel it and I see it mm-hmm. anyways so then we became best friends Jake and Cameron no longer in our lives yeah but your guys are forever <laughs> yeah I was talking to Brett about my friendship with Grace he didn't know the specifics and I was telling him that like just at the time I don't know what Jake and Cameron are like now but at the time they were both incredibly immature 
And so I was like, boys, <laughs> 19 year old boys. Weird. <laughs> That's why when like the whole setup of like, wow, it's so mature of Jake to go to Cameron. It's, I was like, it's <laughs> crazy. I know. Yeah. I know. And I could tell you were trying not to it was laugh. It a fluke a one time. <laughs> it was a fluke. Yeah. And also it was a fluke that like everyone was cool with it. And then coming out of it, they broke up, then we broke up, and everyone has moved on. I was just, I got to thinking as I was talking to Brett about it and like about how we became friends. I was yeah. like, when I look back, it really is amazing. And I don't mean to shit on them, but they were super, super immature. Looking back, we became friends because they made a very mature decision, yes, which is yeah. just like amazing. Mm-hmm. And then I told Cam that not long afterwards, I was like, I just want to, I was, I think I was drinking. And I was like, I just want to say, like, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> like, that was like so great because you guys were like really immature at the time. <laughs> She's one of my best friends. <laughs> and like, it's only because of you. And um, he's like, okay, sh- you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, but I was plenty immature too. So yeah, it was very weird. We all rose to the occasion to I be know. mature in that time. Like, and good. to think about that now, I could probably do it again. I could do it now. You could be mature again my- <laughs> if you had gun to your head. If I, I could if do I, it. If I had to. <laughs> Only if I had to. I probably could. But I feel like it just says a lot about the feeling that I had when I met you. I don't know if I were to meet, some, like say Cameron was dating, I don't know, some other person that wasn't you that didn't have a vibe like you did. If I could have been like super cool, hung out, did coupley things, literally mm-hmm. spent my 21st birthday together. Oh my gosh, that was so much fun. I have some infamous stories from that. 20. They're sacred. Very inappropriate. Yeah. Might they're be good for our viewer, our views, <laughs> our success as a podcast. Yeah, our <laughs> listeners. It was just, it was crazy. It was Swipe up for exclusive content. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly find so much peace in almost all of the endings of all of my relationships strictly because I have gotten one or two really good friends from each of those relationships like my last one, I wouldn't have met two of my best girlfriends if yeah. it hadn't have happened. So it was all meant to be. Yeah. There's always lessons. There's always things to take from it. So I just want to take a moment to say thank you, Cameron. Thank you, Jake. Yeah, I do <laughs> want to say thank you, Cameron. And thank you, Jake. Wherever you guys are. Wherever you guys are in your life. <laughs> Ash has an incredible knack for, I feel like, attracting and finding the best people in each room. That's why we're here. Yeah. That's like that's why it's just the three of us. And in that's this why room. it's us here on this couch today, baby. Right. Me and Honor, the chosen one. Yeah. <laughs> I keep doing things where it's a compliment back on myself. So anyways. It's okay. We were talking this morning about like childhood celebrity crushes, like our yeah. first big like fictional character crush fictional character like we watched 16 candles recently have you ever watched that jake ryan i had never seen it there you go and i was like i was like just wait jake ryan is like oh oh yeah he didn't he didn't light my fire he didn't do anything for her which is fine but yeah it got us on the topic of like who were your favorite and i think that jake ryan was one of my first I started thinking about who all of my other young crushes were, like whether they be celebrities or like fictional characters. Mm-hmm. Jake Ryan, Josh Hartnett, <sighs> JFK Jr. Gimme, gimme. All these dudes who all resemble my husband. They'd all be in the same group. Tall, dark, and handsome. Tall, dark, dark and ass. handsome. Yeah. So I'm very curious about like everybody else's and has that translated <laughs> into like who you go for as an adult. Oh yeah, Grace, you go first. <laughs> Oh goodness. Okay, so I'm thinking of someone right now and I don't even know I feel like it was when I was young. 
I was super into like the skateboarder. So I'm thinking of Ryan Sheckler. <laughs> oh, on MySpace. He was the oh, man gosh. on MySpace. Yes. 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 Yeah, no, yeah. I thought he was a cutie. Yeah. You know what's interesting kind of in that genre? Back in the day, I mean, I don't see this to be mean, but Sean White was not there for me. Oh, no. He didn't do it for most. me. But now, oh my God. Because of his humor. Mm. No, the way he looks. The mm. ginger? Yeah. Okay. Have you like seen him as of late? I Mm-mm. am not up to date with the Sean White visuals. Ryan Chuckler's really? a good one though, Grace. Yeah, that was yeah, a good so one. I got of that. I well when you said poster, I thought of something of a boy crush I had when I was a little kid and it wasn't a poster. It was actually his skateboard that I hung on my wall that had like his like signature on it, which it was probably his signature, but it wasn't like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like signature for me. Oh, Maybe. for Grace. He knew it was for me. <laughs> to Grace. Yeah. I love Ryan you. Ryan <laughs> I hope you see this. I want to ask you, Anna, what is your crush? Your my childhood crush? crush. Oh, yes. Okay. Let me give you the list. Um, my first was Sean Connery. <laughs> no? <laughs> you, put, you pick it up what I'm putting down? Show her a picture. I know. I just you can't picture Sean him. Sean Connery is? Oh my God, girl. All right. Well, you're it, showing you the picture isn't going to help anyone. Sean Connery. Or will it? <laughs> it's him specifically in this movie, and it's not going to help my case. But you, I mean, he's okay. That's a zaddy. He's a yeah. <laughs> that's he's a, okay. It is. A zaddy. I mean, he's fine well, as heck. He was the first um, James Bond. Okay. Like the like in the fifties. Here, yeah, 60s, yeah. Let me whatever. let me show you him then. But I liked him older, so I don't know what that says. I think he looks better older. I d- yeah. I mean, oh yeah, he so looks. This is him. They're both good. Oh, he looks way better older. Yeah, yeah. There's, I like him old. Yeah, Liam Neeson in mm. Love Actually. Oh yum, yum. and then okay. yum yum yum, and then Javier Bardem in, in all shapes and all forms, even when he's a villain with a blonde wig. My all of my childhood crushes translated into my husband in adulthood if i end you, up i with, don't think you've ever dated anyone up, that looks like sean connery except for the guy that i'm seeing now reminds me of javier bardem in like the genre just like the tall dark handsome tan skin brown eyes brown hair yeah mm-hmm. you are okay is that not right you are laying laying it down <laughs> Stop it, he's gonna listen to this and just say, oh i've like, told Anna, him i've told him <laughs> i sent him a voice memo of it i told him that he's satisfying my javier Bardem craving i'm so naughty wait now i need to see who this javier is Google javier oh, Bardem? Oh i don't know honey I'm, honey honey so he's javier Bardem is he a uh, 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 vicky christina barcelona oh, that is where my passion okay <laughs> began. He's married to Penelope Cruz. Mm. I'm as straight as they come, but if she was like Anna, I'm going to need you to be in our relationship. <laughs> I'd be you like, be you know what? This. I'm going to drop everything. I am no longer a part of this podcast. I am their third. <laughs> <laughs> I must go. I'm sorry. I'm adopted, guys. <laughs> this is my new career. Um, we like to ask everyone what their sign is. Tell us what you are. Yeah, <laughs> I'm deal. actually a Scorpio. November 21st, but the Scorpio and Sagittarius is literally November that 22nd. Day. Yeah, literally oh, so that you're day. A yeah, so, so Sag technically starts on the 22nd. A split, which I didn't realize until me and Ashley were talking about it because I have always read everything about a Scorpio and just highly identified with it. And when I was talking to Ashley earlier, she was like, well, you're identifying with like the, uh, what would you say? Like the emotional part of it. Mm-hmm. 
Because she's like, like, I'm so vengeful and fiery and Mm -hmm. I can just be really mean spirited. (laughs) (laughs) I can be a real bitch. (laughs) A total bitch. And like I have had people say on, I I can't even say numerous because it's way more than numerous, like arresting bitch (laughs) face. All the time. Like literally all the time. Like at work. I have that too. Yeah. In my personal life. You both do. I would say you guys intimidate the heck out of me. I'll be honest. Yeah. You, Yeah. You do. (laughs) <laughs> which is hysterical yeah. Yeah. that grace intimidates you because literally oh, she you is know like me, the gentlest like little flower like, i was so socially awkward around you when i first so earlier today after i picked grace up from the airport then you came out when we were yeah. sitting and chatting i was I, nervous i did not sense that you were I weird was nervous grace. but i forgot to tell you grace that after she left she texted me and was like i'm so, i'm so embarrassed i'm so sorry for being like awkward and i was like with who? Khaleesi? When we sat at the table. Yeah, with the <laughs> when dog. I sat at the, when I sat at the counter, I literally repeated what you had just said because I was so nervous. <gasps> oh my oh, god! I don't even realize and then that. and then you called me out for it. I'm like, Ashley, come on! Like, <laughs> <laughs> shoot! Now I gotta go. Oh my god! Oh, I didn't even realize. Yeah. Oh, I didn't mean to call you out. I, I, no, I didn't. It wasn't. It was, you weren't being rude. You were just kind of like I just said that. I'm like, I gotta go. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so funny. And I feel yeah. like a lot of girls can relate to this of just being nervous to meet other females yes. that like you know of, but don't yeah. really know. And like, you are gorgeous. Ashley's Thanks. gorgeous. You're gorgeous. Yeah. I've we, been we told go, I'm gorgeous. No, what if we just go silent? <laughs> we're like, yeah, that would be awkward for you. <laughs> that would suck for you. <laughs> no, you're gorgeous. Yeah. So it just comes back to like every girl can relate to just being nervous to meet pretty girl. Like yeah. I, yeah, I mean, and I, I don't know. I'm not just a big girls people in person. general. Yeah. Cause we're just yeah. like, I don't know, girl. I, I shouldn't say we, cause I just feel like girls tend to be catty, mm-hmm. licky. I don't know. Just not very warm and welcoming and. That's where I hate where my resting bitch face comes in because yeah. like if you get to know me, like I love anyone. Yeah. Like I put on a front maybe that I don't, but like I get to know you and we don't even have to have anything in common. I'm like, okay, we'll be best friends. <laughs> What's your number? Life. Yeah. Well, if Ashley likes you, then you're not a bitch. That's just kind of how it is. So I wasn't nervous about that. It's just more like I know that I'm not cool. And then you and Ashley are cool. Like, end of story. I don't think we agree with you. No, Ashley, you are so cool. No. <laughs> yes, you are. No. You I haven't... think you're really cool. I think no, you're I'm not. so cool. No. I just yeah. followed you on Instagram. You know when someone's so weird that you're like, God, she's just like really going for it. That's cool. <laughs> That's me. You're just like naturally, you both are naturally very confident and just like together and just like, I, I don't know. I would be. Okay. What you just said about that where she's so weird. She's going for it. Cool. That is true. But you also are like just so you. You yeah. are so confidently your yourself that that's actually very very cool you probably just don't feel like you're like sly or something like that but you are so cool but i but i totally (laughs) break down (laughs) (laughs) no i totally agree and I, i think especially in adulthood which is so shitty it's really hard to make friends yeah especially for girls i remember when cam and i moved to la he had a ton of friends who already lived here and I didn't know anybody. And I literally remember we went into some random clothing store one time and he just like made friends with the cashier. And the cashier was like, I don't know if this is like weird, but you just said you guys moved here and you guys are super cool. I'm going to give you my number and we can like go bar hopping or something. And, and Cam was like, okay, cool. And I was just like, 
I wouldn't have even made eye contact with another girl. Like much less had that <laughs> yeah. whole interaction. Like it was so different. And it was really, really, really hard to, like moving to a new city where I didn't know anybody and making friends. And then one of the other, my first like real friend in LA Kelsey right? was Kelsey. And she, oh, I had this same angel. exact feeling of, with about her where yeah. it was just like, I was so drawn to her. I met her at a park and I literally like walked up to uh, her and just like so immediate, and I'm so shy so that is so weird and I just yeah. like I knew I had to say something and I just started talking to her on the topic of resting bitch face yeah I'm really shocked that you got like a warm vibe from me <laughs> because you probably had an RBF yeah. oh it's I don't know I don't know how to do anything different same like it's yeah. the only way that I know how it's to be just like yeah. my natural you seem unimpressed oh. yeah which is Adds to the coolness, I will say. Like, that's what, what yeah, can you I do. Would, impress me, impress me. I wouldn't me. <laughs> say that you have, I wouldn't say that you have a resting bitch face, but you do look unimpressed. Yes. Wow. Which in itself is almost more intimidating than if you were a bitch. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, totally. Like, that's like, yes. off even yeah. more bitchy. You've like already assessed right? and been like, nah. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I didn't get a warm presence from you when I met you, but I'm like, I need her to like me. <laughs> like, I felt this deep craving of like, I need to win her over. Yeah. Like, what can I do? Yeah. But it was like an instant thing where I'm like, I like got in the car. I'm like, mom, she's my friend. I'm in this. <laughs> I made make her friend. friend. <laughs> I just met someone. Yeah. Yeah. It felt like that. So another like little question we have is, mm -hmm. do you have like a specific true, like you're, I know that you're getting into true crime. Like mm -hmm. you're listening to our podcast. So you, you're a supportive yeah. friend, but do you normally like true crime stuff like documentaries and podcasts and stuff like that? I would not call myself a true crime fanatic or like mm -hmm. anyone who like habitually chooses that. Like, I wouldn't call myself an addict like you guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't crave negativity. I feel like the biggest, and I, we were just talking about this earlier, that the biggest podcast that true crime crime that comes to mind is the podcast Serial. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I was literally mm -hmm. OG. could not yeah. stop listening yeah. to that. She said that to it's me addictive. earlier today. So I sent her like five others that have like come out since then. It'll be so good. If you like this, you will like yeah. this. Yeah. 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 I feel like also, did you know this, Anna, that she's a, a ICU nurse? You should watch or listen to Dr. Death. Oh, I, so I she have listened to that one. Okay. So yeah. That one's good. I but did I enjoy mean, that one. I meant like in her work, there's lots of she's death. She's a badass. Well, yeah, she's the badass, but there's lots so of death. You see a lot of stuff. So I could definitely, and in just heaviness, so I could yeah. totally see why that wouldn't be her form it wouldn't of be entertainment. Yeah. yeah. Well, not that it's not my form of entertainment, but also like I don't mind listening to it and I enjoy Dr. Death and I enjoyed Serial and I honestly enjoy your guys's, but I feel like it's not that I'm like immune to death. When you start talking about death, like it's not. You're desensitized. It's a little desensitized. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it's not going to phase me or I yeah. don't have any, like you guys are so kind to do trigger warnings and no matter what it is, I'm never triggered or, yeah. you know, and I don't, I don't have any traumatic past so yeah. maybe I, that's why I'm not triggered but yeah that makes and sense this will be for Spencer Ashley said ICU nurse for those of you who don't know the acronym ICU it means intensive care unit <laughs> <laughs> does he someone was, not know no I don't know like he just made a point to tell me to tell all the viewers or <sighs> Thanks, listeners boyfriend <laughs> that you really gotta talk like people don't know what you're talking about so you don't know what an ICU nurse I is. I love that supportive. It was almost. really sweet because I Grace was already coming to town to visit, and then I was like, "Oh, 
while you're here, do you want to be like our second guest in our guest episode? And she was like, oh my gosh. Um, okay. <laughs> like she was like nervous and excited about yeah. it. She was like, I'm going to practice with Spencer. I'm going to come up with like one of my stories to share. And I'm just going to talk about it with Spencer. And then he was like giving her all these tips. Like she's, she has Invisalign right now. And he was like, take that out. Cause you have a little bit of a lisp. <laughs> oh, it's cute. <laughs> and then he told her like, cause she was say she was like telling a story and she abbreviated something like in her field. And he was like, um, but what is that? And she was like, but you already know. And he goes, okay, but not everyone listening might. <laughs> I love, yeah, that's cute. Do you have a, do you have a story or do yeah. you have something do you have any? for me or us so, or everyone listening? I have Two-ish uh, spooky stories that kind of go, since we're talking about like the nursing field, I'll go with those ones first. Oh yeah, do it. I work in the ICU, so there is a lot of death, unfortunately. To put it on a lighter note, usually it's older people who have lived a full life, so mm -hmm. it's not always sad. And sometimes as nurses, we have to advocate for people to pass in a more dignified way, mm -hmm. which is, you know, pulling yeah. all the care that we have, you know, kind of thrown at them. This nurse that I work with is telling me this story and she was basically working with this old um, patient who, you know, she was doing everything for. He he was so old that whatever was wrong with him, and I don't know what it was, was just not working. And it was kind of like all throughout her shift, she was just, oh my gosh, like he's going to, he's going to pass in the medical world. He was still a full code at an elderly age. We kind of question whether somebody should be a full code. And a full code is basically where we do everything we can to save you until yeah. like the doctor deems we cannot save you. So this gentleman was a full code for her entire shift. And she was just like very uneasy, very like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know how I made it through this 12 hours with you, but we did it. I hope that the family can, you know, maybe reevaluate to let this person go in a more dignified manner. And so, um, she comes back. This is night shift. So she comes back like the next night and she finds out that the family had definitely went towards comfort care and let this person go. So this person passed on day shift. She came back and the patient wasn't there anymore. And she just got like a different assignment. So nurses will get assignments, whether it's in one unit with two patients or you're in a different unit and you have two different patients and she was in a different unit with a different assignment. The different unit is basically a different room. Right? Uh, like a section of the hospital? Yes. And like, like we have versus... multiple ICUs. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. We have like four ICUs. Okay. And if we start getting really full, we'll have a fifth. Okay. Which is kind of where we're at right now. So she was working just in a different ICU when she came back to work. And we have these phones. These phones are programmed to our assignment. And our assignment would be like, for example, the patient in room 212 and the patient in room 213. So her assignment the night before was the patient in 212. She was working on a totally different unit. She had a totally different phone. There is a person who is responsible for programming these phones at the like beginning daily. of your shift. Like, yeah, yeah, at the beginning of your shift, like somebody will program these phones and put them in. And this phone will basically page you if the patient calls, for example. Oh, okay. That like it sense. will pop up and it will be like a little like text, I guess you could say. And it will be like 212 semicolon patient. And it'll be like the patient calling. Yeah. Or it'll be like 212 semicolon, like the IV pumps going off. Oh, okay. The nurse was in a different unit and her phone kept going off with a page from the patient that was in room 12, which is the patient that passed away the I night before. Away, yeah. And her initial thought was like, 
I think somebody programmed the phones wrong. But then it like kept happening throughout the whole night. So then she thought, weird. Uh, whoever programmed these phones probably did it on purpose maybe to mess with me because they knew I was having such a maybe like rough night or whatever, oh. like kind of maybe messing with her. So she what calls, they should be fired. <laughs> so she calls over to the unit and she's like, why is 212 keep going off? And they're like, what are you talking about? And they're like, well, you, somebody obviously like jokingly like programmed 212 to my phone. Like it keeps going off. Like just change it. Ha ha. We all know. And they were like, we never programmed your phone to 212 and there's literally no patient in 212 anymore. So the fact that it's oh, even paging oh, to your phone is weird. Oh. Shouldn't be happening. Chills. There's that story. And then the same nurse, I feel like we were just on a night shift together and she was just telling us like all yeah. the spooky stories. So I'm just yeah. going to hijack all of her stories. Yeah. There's also some people that are more susceptible, I think, to like more spirit. Yeah. Like yeah. Ash is just I'm very fully sensitive. aware and open. No one is talking to me and mm -hmm. everyone is talking to Ash. There's some people that are just, yeah. I feel like maybe that nurse that you were on that shift yeah. with is just an Ashley in that yeah. way. Totally. So she tells us of this other story about a different patient room, one of our ICU units. I'm going to try and set it up so you can kind of picture it. Unfortunately, our ICUs sometimes have like an open, what we call an open bay, where there will be multiple quote unquote rooms, but they're separated by just a curtain. Literally three fourths of the ICU is that basically just rooms separated by curtains. And then there's like this tiny, what we call the cubby hole where it is three rooms and they're like legit rooms, like where you can close the door. It's kind of like off to the side and it has its own tiny little nurse's station in this tiny room. And I used to work night shifts. So the cubby hole used to scare the shit out of me. And I don't even know why, like I just got, I did not like being back there. And other nurses would be like, oh my God, I love the cuppy hole. Cause everyone kind of like just leaves you alone in there. Nobody comes to find you. Like you're just kind of in there by yourself, which is either good or bad. Also why it's creepy. Also why I yeah. always thought it was creepy at yeah. night during the day. Different story. There's this room in the cubby hole where she said that she was looking at the camera. So then I'll pause and kind of say like, because this little cubby hole is away from the main nurse's station, we have um, video cameras, not to be creepy, but to just like make sure everyone's okay, like in each of the okay. rooms, Security, like for a safety normal. reason. Yeah. But also, the, I guess they used to have like a tele, like ICU, like doctor, very remote, who would like watch in and be able to zoom. And yeah, I don't know. I'm probably not explaining that correctly, but no, I get what you're you saying. Kinda, yeah. Yeah. I kind of get it. where I'm going. So yeah. that's kind of why we have the cameras to begin with. Mm hmm. So I guess she was out at the main nurse's station and she was looking at one of the cameras to the rooms in the cubbyhole. And the patient in this particular room was completely immobile. She sees this figure sitting like on a bedside commode, which if you don't know a bedside commode, it's like a little bathroom, like a portable tiny bathroom next to the bed and somebody's sitting in it. And this patient is like, or this person is like, ghostly white like very white with like short black hair and they're just <gasps> ew, sitting ew, ew, ew. right they're Prickles. just sitting and on the bedside mode next to the bed which has a patient in it yeah and i was so gonna say there's a patient there's in that literally bed, right? a patient in that bed you and can't shit that close to another that patient. So, that is beyond creepy um, the short black hair <laughs> yes. ma'am that's weird <laughs> she's like oh my god so she gets like another nurse over like can you see this and the other nurse is like I think the other nurse, in fact, saw this 
same thing. So then they convince this other nurse <laughs> to go walk into the room to see if they can, in fact, like see this person like in real life. Yeah. And of course, like they walk over, they see nothing. So this room is known to be, I guess, like our little haunted room because it will always be so cold in that room. Oh, no. Like super chilly, right? And I will go on to say that as nice as our hospital is, that AC sucks, AKA Mm. doesn't work. So we don't even have anything. Um, so the fact that it's chilly in there is weird. Yeah, not okay. That makes like, no weird. sense. It should not, it's never chilly ever really, unless it's like winter time. The ghost should have your back and then just kind of scatter throughout the hospital to help yeah, your AC real. problem. Cause I pull everyone down. That is story. awful. Oh I, wait, I have a third. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, you're Go really, for it, you're a really good yeah, storyteller. I will say really? you're, yeah. you're natural. Yeah. Spence, you hear this? Yeah. <laughs> Spencer. <laughs> She's good. She's a third host. <laughs> oh, yeah. You have to move She's here. moving. Okay. This is my last, like, nursey scary story. Um, And it's not really a scary story. This one's more like, I guess, paranormal-ish. So we get this patient from one of the floors upstairs, which is like a regular nursing unit. So, like, not the ICU is what I can just say to make it very simple. Not emergency type yeah of like stuff. they're not yeah they're not that sick and we get this patient because the like the little scenario that we get in like report and this was not my patient so I can't really like claim them but we get this patient basically because um they're now way too drowsy from all the medication that they've been giving them up on the floor mm-hmm. for what they thought was them like freaking out and needing like anti-anxiety medication. So we were basically giving or they were giving them like a ton of medication to basically just calm down. And this person was freaking out saying that she saw things that people were coming at her that people were very like aggressive in her room that they were fighting in her room that they were like believe her (laughs) all up in her face like that it was just a very aggressive thing happening around her and that the people would not leave her room and that even the people in her room that wouldn't leave like there was people like out in the hallway so there was just like she was like basically like more or less describing just this chaotic a mob a mob of people kind of and just very like a like violent and like she was getting so violent about it because like no one was obviously paying acknowledging it, it acknowledging it, really. it. And that's because sometimes when you're either in the hospital, you get a little delusional, which can happen. Or if you're withdrawing from alcohol, you can literally get so Mm -hmm. delirious where you start hallucinating. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where they thought it was going. Mental illness too, in general. I'm sure you see cases of that, like schizophrenia or delusion. They also noticed that maybe she was rummaging in her purse and may have taken something. Oh, So there was multiple factors going on to where this patient was probably very, what they thought maybe very medicated, right? Mm -hmm. Like just Just whether we were giving in the medication to make them even more altered because we're trying to calm down or they took a medication that maybe made them hallucinate. Mm -hmm. It's all very unclear. So anyways, she's down in the ICU and she's still like very much freaking out. And before I had got on shift, there was nurses in the break room talking about how this patient who looked like she was going through an exorcism, levitating off the bed, like just straight freaking out, like her eyeballs, like everything about like this person's mannerism literally looked like it was supernatural almost. and that they were like borderline a little terrified of this person because you're like what is going on yeah what's wrong with you yeah it's terrifying 
I didn't have her, but, you know, I was interacting with her throughout the day, helping out the nurse who did. And one of the other lift techs, which is a brooding man who comes around, <laughs> lifts, literally lifts you. <laughs> it's a team of boys slash men who come around and help us every two hours to turn these, you know, like very not mobile patients in the ICU wherever. I don't know why I'm including this in the story. It may be irrelevant, but... It's not because you have hot dudes that help you. I mean, is it like part of entertainment or is this like they need to be there? Or? Some, no, they need to be there because if the patient looking. can't move on their own, they need help lifting. Yeah. That's why so, they're called the lift tech. It's like the hot What's, guys are coming in yeah, for some uh, morale boost. You know, it's all the guys are, they're going to become <laughs> firefighters or I don't know. I'm just yeah. kidding. I don't know. Some of them are going to become nurses and I'm like, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> you don't have what it takes. You're too hot. No, I'm kidding. No. You're so hot, Grace. Don't listen <laughs> no, to no, no, no. <laughs> I meant, yeah, right. Like you probably shouldn't. Don't do it. Um, yeah. Anyways. So. One of them comes around and they're like, yo, wherever she was up on the fifth floor, like it's for sure haunted down there. Like multiple people have said that they've seen things or heard things or just generally it's just such a super creepy, not so good vibe up there. So whether this lady was truly having a total exorcism or whatever was happening with this poor individual, you know, it just, I don't know, it happens. I yes. believe her. I believe yeah. her. She was being harassed by demons real. well they may not have been demons well they were like aggressively violently yeah. going at her she so they scared. were not nice yeah, yeah. whatever it fair. was she was t you could tell she was terrified yeah and i oh. would be too because yeah. straight out of a scary movie yeah grace those were excellent stories okay. yeah and the variety oh, was incredible good good, good. And oh, you yeah. told them so well. She was worried. She's like, I didn't practice. I didn't make any notes at all. And I'm just no, like worried it's not going to sound it. good. But you did oh, so good. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Yeah, this might be your calling. Sorry, oh. hospital. <laughs> she has better things to do. Gladly take me. <laughs> your voice sounds so good, too. Mm -hmm. oh. I don't know if you knew that. And I also, your skincare routine. Oh, you should probably also fun. give We're that just to people. We're just obsessed with you. Yeah. yeah. That's really you cool. Have, like, your cheeks are very radiant. <laughs> you yeah. have no pores. I'm either. also very hot. <laughs> yeah. she's as in temperature she's, she's glistening now because it's yeah. very hot in here yeah but no but you don't have pores so that's cool so we always like comment on how hot it is in here because yeah. we can't have like fans or ac running while we're recording because mm -mm. it picks it up and so when on it or when uh grace came in here for the first time she's like oh yeah you guys always say something about how hot it is i get it yeah <laughs> it checks out it you're checks not out. lying it, checks out. No. it is hot in it's warm here as heck. and we have some pizza we do. We have pizza waiting for us. And I'm ready to get after it yeah. if you guys are. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for doing this. This yeah. was so fun. That was so, so fun. fun. Yeah. You're welcome anytime. Oh. Yeah. You can literally come back anytime. I'm excited because <laughs> I liked it. I love this. <laughs> I liked it as much as you did. <laughs> Sweet. Let's go eat some pizza. Okay. Love right. you. Love Bye. you. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you enjoy listening. We owe everything to the many journalists, authors, filmmakers, psychiatrists, and psychologists whose extensive work and expertise we pulled from to share this episode with you. For all of our detailed source material, please visit our website, thecrimebarpodcast.com. If you'd like to see content from today, you can find us on Instagram at crimebarpodcast. We really love doing this show. And if you'd like to help the continued creation of it, you can support by donating to our Patreon, which we have linked on our website as well as our Instagram, patreon.com slash crimebarpodcast. 
This episode was hosted by Ashley Brumley-Johnson and Ana Katarina. We'll see you next week.